0: Thank you for visiting christophermedia.net.
1: They should have met up like right. a, at like an army navy store. The nine eleven. We're we're wasting gold here. Let's start the
2: feed. Right.
0: Christopher Media. Let's make some noise from asthma core Studios near Detroit, Michigan. It's unregimented.
3: Gangsters, what's up, guys?
0: All
1: right, we're back. We did Ooh. it. Ooh, one forty nine. Chris, I'm Aaron. I'm rich. Am I supposed to go last? I don't know. Don't I usually go last? I on the under- under- everyone, under- everyone says their name. I don't know. Or I don't know. That's on Weedsman. That's
2: on the Weedsman. J-
4: it, it usually goes Chris, Jay, Aaron,
2: me. All right. Jason in, oh, in, yeah, Nashville. in order. It's because I'm sitting in a different chair. That's why I'm throwing off. Oh, when you're sitting- not
4: in the captain's chair, Kirk?
2: No, I'm, yeah, no, he's I'm, in Jay's seat. Yeah, I'm sitting across from Chris in Jay's normal seat. Those,
4: those are some mighty big shoes to fill, literally and figuratively.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Jay is in Nashville. He'll be back at some point.
2: Yeah, I probably think, next I week. Think he's going to be on the show next week.
1: Yes.
4: Nashville? I thought it was Memphis,
1: Tennessee, <laughs> some,
2: somewhere down there. I,
4: I was just thinking uh, honky talk woman, but I probably shouldn't say that because he is married. So
1: <laughs> Jay's down somewhere no, no. where they make their own moonshine and pay no, no property j- tax. No gin-soaked barroom
4: queen in Memphis for for Jay.
2: So, what do we want to start with? Uh,
4: this will come out when tomorrow. So,
2: yeah, this is well, yeah, yeah this has got to be.
1: It's our it's, it's our September 11th spectacular. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
4: Especially with all the uh, just people that are tone deaf that are now coming out. Well, not I don't want to say coming out of the woodwork, but a couple high-profile places. Really fucked up as far as reading the temperature of the room and nine eleven.
1: Oh, to be to be super cynical that maybe just have to wait ten more years.
2: But this, well, I, you know, this never there, happened with Pearl Harbor, right? Did anyone have a Pearl Harbor sale?
1: Pearl Harbor Day sale? No, we've been alive, but there was thirty years between the time that happened I don't and think, we were all born.
2: I can't imagine yeah. that would happen like fifteen years after Pearl Harbor
4: yeah I can't imagine like some it keeps local Pearl news, some local news guy in nineteen sixty something going we're sinking prices on Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just don't think that's that no Japanese restaurants running specials <laughs>
4: the one that sticks out the most that that I, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to us and you're somewhat on social media. You've probably seen or heard about is the mattress world or Miracle mattress commercial.
2: I read about it but did not watch it.
4: It's uh, it's as bad as you would think it is. It it looks like someone holding an iPhone recording three people, and they have two stacks of mattresses. There's a chick in front; she's talking. There's two guys behind her, and she's like "911 sale" and blah blah blah. And then the guys fall back into the mattresses and the mattresses fall over and she what? turns looks,
1: she, turns, to looks watch at, this. she
4: turns and looks at the camera and goes, never forget. And that's the <laughs> other commercial.
1: Wow. There has to come on, internet. Don't fucking let us know. I down. didn't even realize it was that
2: bad. I wrote a, a very brief description of it.
4: I'll be honest with you. When I first saw it, I saw it, uh, a person posted it that usually posts crazy, weird shit. And I was like, okay. got to be fake. Yeah, what asshole yeah. made this at home right. who works at a fucking mattress store or some shit and went home and edited it? Which, um,
1: by the way, uh, the store is closed indefinitely, according to the Google.
0: Sale. Right now you can get any size mattress for a twin price. Full mattress. Twin price. Queen mattress. Twin price. King mattress. Twin price. Store wide sale all day long.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> like, oh my God. We'll never forget. Here's the thing. Whoa. Here's the thing. Several people were... There's not just these. These people were the actors. Okay? There were several people who signed off on this. Nobody in the room said, Hold up. Wait a
2: minute. Hey, camera guy. I think what we're doing might be offensive to some people. Boom mic operator.
4: Well, from what I saw on the news... Because I, I researched it to make sure it was real before I was even going to bring it up today because I didn't want an egg in my face on that way. But it was there was a news story covering the place. And the lady who's doing the talking is like either the manager or co-owner of the store. And it's not a franchise as far as I could tell. It's just like a one-off store. So this is just people who are completely oblivious to the tone of this country when it comes to this shit, and it's in Texas. Well, to
1: say, it's in Texas, so everything you're saying jives with your previous statement. No, I but is not Texas generally like that in general? I, I in Florida, it would
4: make more sense to me, but Texas would be a strong contender for number like, two. People always joke
1: about Texas is like their own
2: country. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, well, it, Texas considers itself its own separate. You know, if if any state were to annex Texas, would be the first candidate. So they look at it like, well, that happened in New York. That's practically, that is a different country in their mind. Like, it didn't happen on their home territory. It didn't, yeah, I, yeah did, let I, New York make fun of the Alamo and we'll see let's how, say, I bet how you there's people out there are. that
1: are still pissed about the Alamo. And that was hundreds of years ago. Yeah. There are.
2: But they probably have Alamo Oz- sales in Texas. I guarantee, <laughs> why do you, I guarantee that.
4: I could see it. But why do you think they fucking banned Ozzy Osbourne for pissing outside? He didn't even piss on the Alamo. He pissed on the property the Alamo sits. <laughs> Which I mean let's be honest, who I mean, as drunk as he was, it's like going to a to him he probably thought it was another bar. He's like, What's this little Mexican place we're at? I'm gonna go outside and piss. I can't find a bathroom. Ooh.
2: What was the, the other one? Was at a Walmart? It was yeah, it's you know how they do the uh They the stack up the, the cases the
4: displays to build stuff.
2: Right. They usually for like a Super Bowl or something. Exactly. This one was uh, a
4: New York City skyscape oh. with the twin towers built out of Diet Coke, the I believe. flag behind so- it.
1: Now, wow. I don't see anything wrong with this. Quite honestly, like this isn't mocking it. To me, the, that mattress commercial was straight up mocking it. This just se- the mattress. This seems more like kind of j- like a like a monument, I guess maybe. The yes.
3: Yeah, this
2: is just the a mat- display. The Metro store is definitely more egregious, but this is still tasteless.
1: This you want to make using- it tasteless, come in and knock it down and film the footage, then it's fucking tasteless. You know, get a fucking model airplane and fly yeah. it into that bitch. Check the link I sent you on Facebook then,
2: guys. So you want you wanna see truly tasteless. Oh boy. Is this is it from Fortune? No. No, this was recent news from DragonCon. One of the... Uh, the ba- Which actually is in Texas, isn't it? I believe it's in Austin, Texas.
4: Did you... You sent it out? I haven't received it yet, so...
2: Oh, it's in the messenger. Messenger on... Uh, on it's the from Bleeding Cool. Mm-hmm.
4: Gotcha. Okay.
2: So there's two... Th- these two people who I, I believe are from uh, an adult swim show. At least they're wearing hats that are from uh, a certain adult swim show. Wow. Dressed okay. as buildings on fire, very creatively done with crepe paper <laughs> and Barbie I'm, dolls falling that's down the,
1: the front. That's the kicker. I'm sorry. I'm going to hell for laughing at that. But holy yeah, shit. Oh, hold on. So, noise is happening. Fucking internet. Sorry. Shit was auto playing. According to
2: them, uh, these two congoers are dressed uh, as a couple of towers on fire with people falling out of them. It was Rampage cosplay. Okay. see. Scroll up a little. There's a good shot of them, too. They look so happy. They look like they're having a great time.
4: Wouldn't there be, like, monsters glued to the side of the building?
2: That's exactly what I said, Rich. How easy would it be to go and find a gorilla and a lizard or a Even both. stuffed
4: animals, yeah.
2: Stuffed, yeah, stuffed animal and just... Because it would be in theme with the... I get the Barbie girls, you know. Yeah,
4: because you could eat people literally
2: off the toilet in right. that game. <laughs> right, <laughs> Which, I mean, by the way, that
4: game was awesome when I was a little kid. I loved it at the arcade.
2: Oh, one of my favorite. Absolutely. But, yeah, if, if you haven't heard of Rampage, I think... Uh, Probably those under 30 would not be familiar, as familiar with this game as uh, we are. But Once it's again, basically no- three monsters trashing a city. You get to climb up buildings and punch them and blow up tanks and shit.
1: Like, they don't have friends. They didn't look at a calendar and go, hey, maybe we but should... The timing is very poor too. Yeah. But see, the Barbies, that,
2: I don't know if they have an excuse because those Barbies are falling, which... The people didn't jump out of windows and Rampage. They hung out of windows and then got eaten. Yeah. Yeah. I always picked the lizard. I was a fan of the, the, the monkey.
4: See, I was the wolf man, so see, he was oh, definitely... Oh, man. We got them all we'll man,
2: I wish we could play right now. <laughs> Shit. Someone download an emulator. Yeah. Where's Jay oh. when you need him? I got it. did they make it for Super NES?
4: I think they did also, because yeah. Super NES is on par with the when it originally came out, the graphics at the arcade version. Because I remember the yeah. NES version was garbage. I okay, look, for, I don't buy that. They they first of all, I don't buy it was Rampage. No. I think they did it. I think they thought it was going to go over a little bit more.
2: They were they were. Promoting a show, an Adult Swim show,
4: which is and Fit if you Tank. have watched an Adult Swim, you know that they go for the jugular and they nothing sacred.
2: There's there's no such thing as bad press for Adult Swim. Yeah, I mean, this is the, they gave
4: us Moral Oral, the Boondocks, and they, Squid.
2: They gave us the the Aquatine Hunger Force Bomb. Remember that that they did a uh, a Moon Man like yeah. display thing that was on I think the Brooklyn Bridge yeah they did and and authorities had to shut down the bridge and make sure that this thing that they put up which was it looked like a big light bright but they had to make sure it wasn't a bomb like if al-qaeda strikes it's gonna be with like a little robot flipping you off (laughs) yeah
4: fuck you infidel um yeah i think they just they were going for the gusto with the 9-11 uh Outfits and they got called on the carpet and they were like, uh, it's a rampage tribute We didn't mean it to be 9 yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. My favorite part of the uh, Did you team hear what I said Denver or shall I turn it up for you? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> See I don't know I just uh, yeah. to me the least I'm... offensive
1: of those three is the is the display is the the Pepsi display Yes, it's still that, a poor taste. But it's it's
2: Walmart. You're not expecting Yeah, but but there's a question of intention here. That's the that's the real question. Did they innocently dress up as buildings from the video game Rampage and Adult get mistaken? Slim.
1: No. No.
2: I don't buy it. But, like but Walmart's be- intention was clearly to sell Pepsi based on people Associating it with nine eleven, I guess that's well, the, how you remember. Well, the
1: fucking retarded move there is the first Sunday of football is September eleventh this year. Just should promote football. <laughs> like you can't, yeah, you can't
4: spell out NFL with cases of Pepsi, uh, yeah. or Coke or whatever.
1: Come the on mattress now. commercial too. I mean, I'm just baffled because then a video editor was involved and the TV station who aired it. I mean, there was this. There's a chain Texas of signatures people involved in that fucking that commercial. Shit. It's astounding. Yeah. Well, I sent this you. I sent you.
2: Trump's gonna win. Is
1: Texas that insular? <laughs> like
4: I? Uh, I sent you guys the link, and it's it's just a like a minute long little bit, but it's from 2004, and Patrice O'Neill was talking about, hey, I give it 10 years until 9/11 is a hot dog hamburger holiday. Yeah. And his reasoning was is because he's like, I, I live in Jersey City. I watched the towers go down. And at first, people would come, and they were very somber, and they'd take pictures of the holes, and they'd pay their respects. And he's like, it's only three years later, and they're coming, and they're doing the shout-out picture in front of the holes now. Like, what up, Pook? You know, and all this shit. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's just how we are as Americans. We just process shit horrendous shit differently than the rest of the world who looks at it and goes, what the fuck are you people doing? Like, then he compares, like, for an example, Thanksgiving and Columbus Day. He's like, we're just celebrating slaughtering the Indians. So, hey, you know, they get two horrendous holidays. (laughs) Easter. Why are we hunting Easter eggs? Because the Jews got together with the Romans and fucked Jesus up. That's why we're
3: (laughs) here. Look at 9-11. Let me tell you something about this country. Oh, 9 11, man, is. Th- look, I live in Jersey City and I've seen the, the World Trade Center shit happen. And right, in, it used to be, you know, people after the buildings fell, people go down to them holes and be crying and shit. Now you go down there and the holes are the, the tourist attraction. You know what I'm saying? The people are like taking the, the shout out uh, pictures, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in front of the holes. That's how we are. We have to accept how we are. We just that kind of country. 9 11 is, I got I, I, uh, 10 more years before it's a holiday. <laughs> Hamburger, hot dog, holiday. If you think it's not, just think about our country. We don't celebrate like Peach Cobbler Day or, you know, Honeydew Melon Day. We celebrate horrible shit.
4: One <laughs> it just just to go on one of his best lines, he's like and then there's holidays you don't even like Mother's Day. I I don't care how much you love your mother, you better show up at work. Your boss be like, Is the bitch dead? Is she dying? <laughs> yeah. You better find a payphone on your break and call the bitch. You better get your ass to
1: work. <laughs> yeah.
2: but a quick correction on those cosplayers, Dragon Con happens in Atlanta, Georgia. Not in Austin, Texas, like I had stated earlier. Um, this year was the second year in a row that uh, somebody was uh arrested for committing sexual assault at the con. Uh, this usually involves some sort of groping or inappropriate touching in public. These assholes are going to ruin it for everyone. These hot girls are dressing up as superheroes, and I want them to continue to do so. <laughs> and they're 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 just not going to do it anymore if they think they're going to get groped in public. Aaron,
4: like, I, I agree with you if that's in fact what happened. Mm-hmm. But this, I was going to say
1: sexual assault is becoming j- really loose term in this country.
4: That's how jaded I've become by what's considered sexual assault. Looking too long on in some college campuses is considered sexual assault.
1: I was listening to a podcast. Rating somebody with your eyes? On, on the, the way, way home. home, they were talking about that iconic photo in Times Square, with the sailor kissing the woman, somebody was actually protesting, saying that woman didn't want to be kissed. This is a sexual assault. Why do we celebrate this picture?
4: First of all, that bitch is probably dead. Second of all, <laughs> how the fuck you know what she wanted? Okay. Shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs> Just a little bit of facts for you. Uh, according to the story on, I don't know, some Atlanta paper, I believe. Atlanta journal Constitution woman said in a Facebook post shared more than 7,000 times that she was in the thick of a Dragon Con parade crowd Saturday when she felt someone pressed up against her from behind and later realized it was a man's exposed genitalia. Oh, that is sexual
1: assault.
4: Yeah, throw his ass in jail and let the fucking motherfuckers on the main line take care of him. Problem solved.
1: Yeah, That's that is a sexual
4: assault. assault. Yes, bumping into somebody... Is not sexual assault? Well, Whipping your shit out <laughs> and rubbing it on their back is yeah, sexual assault. Bumping into somebody assault.
1: with your cock out is a sexual assault. <laughs> sexual
2: assault. assault. Yes. <laughs> the last year's incident was a man who was attempting to kiss and was successfully fondling another uh, a, a cosplayer at the convention.
4: Well, I remember one of the one of the first episodes I was on. We talked about this, and. I, I, I still maintain, I think, a lot of that is because you know, with the mainstreaming of comic book culture and, for lack of a better term, nerd culture, you get a lot of the, the bros that show up at these things now because, dude, I saw the Avengers. I love them. Yeah. And I think that they don't understand that this is not a fucking nightclub where everybody's either high or drunk. Right. This is at the, uh, I mean, even in a nightclub, people high and drunk, that's not the accepted behavior, but... I don't want to say expected, but it it no. it happens. I think the, on the dance floor, strangers grinding up against each other, and no one man, and everyone manages to do it without filing charges. But this is not the venue for that shit, right. and it's probably some fucking fool, a bunch of fools, just thinking, "Well, I get away with it." Especially in a parade, you know that fool thought he was going to get away with it. And
0: uh,
2: when uh, I, when I was going to raves in my uh, in my twenties. You would every once in a while encounter, uh, well, for lack of a better term, uh, frat boys, bros who would show up, uh, mostly because they had this conception that rave girls were easy, Uh that that they were, they were all fucked up and that they were easy to get, get into their pants. And I think that's the same perception that these guys have of comic book conventions, uh, where these girls and sometimes they're not even necessarily fans like some of the more elaborate costumes are honestly just somebody somebody hired a girl a really hot girl and dressed her up like you know wonder woman or starfire or whoever the fuck but that's that's the perception is that these girls are walking around half naked and that means they're easy that means they want it okay even if they're, they're easy, up.
4: even if they're easy and they want it Okay, this is how our society at this point in time is set up. As yeah. a male, you don't get to say when you have sex. As a male, you can choose not to have sex, but you can't choose to have sex and go, "Come here, woman, I'm horny." It doesn't work that way.
1: Well, if you're gay, I wonder. I've always wondered about that. If you're gay, two dudes, uh, do you just never stop fucking? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it a once a day activity at least?
4: I mean. Man, I don't know. I can call a couple of buddies. We can get them on a, another podcast for another time. And just, they'll answer all those questions. It just <laughs>
1: sounds exhausting. If you're in a, in a relationship with another male, does anyone ever get any sleep?
4: <laughs> and if they do, is it is or, interrupted by by uh, midnight and morning wood?
2: Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Really each other? Does, does anyone get to work on time? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're both waking up with a boner? I mean, yeah. On.
1: Hey, I've noticed doc, you have a boner. I have a boner,
2: and we both like boners. Frederick, we you can were, work with this. This is the third time you've been late this week. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you got to knock it down twice Listen, every I'm, morning, I'm in a new
4: relationship. <laughs> two plus two, powerful boner. <laughs> uh, well, and this kind of this kind of segues a little bit into, and something that he, I've been thinking about the last I don't know maybe a couple weeks, week. I can't remember when. Aaron, you brought it up specifically. You said when you started the podcast, Can talk about boners. <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> yes, play the look at his dick drop, and let's get it over with.
1: Look at his dick. There you go.
4: There we go. Thank you. Um, it's good to know that's my legacy. Uh, I mean, I guess it could be worse, <laughs> but no. Aaron. Aaron made a comment about how when you started the podcast, you were you would consider yourself a lot more. Not necessarily a lot, but more liberal than you are now. Yeah. And I, we've talked about this a little bit. When I was younger, I was a lot more conservative than I am now. Really? Damn sure a lot more than I was a couple of years ago. Now, I'm noticing like a trend in the, okay, like perfect example the Colin Kaepernick thing. I expected a huge backlash against him. Like there was against the Dixie Chicks, Roseanne, like we talked about, and it's the backlash is there, but there's a lot more support, even veterans and cops coming out and supporting what he's doing. Like, right. hey, I didn't go over there in Afghanistan and fight, so he couldn't do that,
2: right? More people than I would have thought, as well, are have a, a more mature attitude of what patriotism means. And now he has
1: the number one selling jersey.
2: Because a lot of people throw that word around as, uh, well, I, gosh, I can't remember who I heard on the news today commenting about how, uh, it was somebody involved in the NFL was saying how they, they support his right to, you know, not stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, but, the NFL themselves are about patriotism. Oh, Goodell, is, is the that commissioner. Who said it? Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's still patriotism." Well, he's a fucking idiot. Though. He's, he's not. He hasn't turned terrorists, right? No, no. And those to be are the be only non-patriots you- are the citizens who turn into terrorists. Although
1: he's 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 seeming to embrace his black side a lot more lately. If you've seen pictures of him, who Goodell? Uh no. Uh, Colin Kaepernick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: Gidell's bordering
4: on being a ginger. I don't think. Yeah.
1: He, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Kaepernick. Like he's got his hair all frothed out and shit. Oh, so, yeah. oh, oh, oh! You're black now. You I, proud to be black? I don't even well, know what this guy looks like. Honestly, I wasn't.
2: <clears throat> I wasn't. I didn't bring that up necessarily. It can't seem, like, to he go never in, stands during the To go
4: into, I didn't bring it up to go into the whole Kaepernick thing. Well, what I'm bringing, what I brought it up, is because it seems like in the last. 5 to 10 years the generation cuz i mean Aaron and i are firmly in the talent of the gen x group chris i think you have said before you identify more with gen x and millennials and you're on the cusp
1: yeah i'm right i'm right at the end of gen x i could go either way
4: and it seems
1: like you had the baby boomers
4: gen x it's which which has now turned into the lost not even in, in discussion generation <laughs> and in millennials. Millennials are at such a fucking fast pace.
2: Wait, wait, wait. We, we, we lost you there for a second. What did they do at a fast pace? They're forcing this like social change at such a Oh, quick yeah.
4: Pace. Compared to what it's been throughout all my life. I'm sure my parents' life, my grandparents, definitely my grandparents, I understand the internet is fueling that, but even someone like me who is, uh, two years ago, I would have considered myself a bleeding heart liberal is going, you know what, pump the brakes. I'm sorry. Right now, I'm tired of hearing people's feelings trumping facts. Are uh, oh, you not if, a fan if, of safe spaces? No, and I'm not a fan of there being fucking 50 different genders as of today until someone on Tumblr invents a new one. Okay, it's bunch, of, and, and they go, well, I feel this way. I'm an other kin. Okay, an other kin. What's an other kin? Another well, other kin? inside, I, other kin, O-T-H-E-R-K-I-N. Sounds other like kin. a shitty toy well, from
1: the 80s. I feel like I should be a millionaire, like the, but we circumstances other dictate kings. otherwise.
4: My soul is a dragon on the inside, so I self-identify as a dragon, and I am an other kin, and I am a gender fluid under other kin, and it's just like, shut yep. The
1: fuck up. Other Stop. kin are people who identify as partially or entirely non-human. A dragon, a lion, a fox, you name it. There's probably someone out there who feels like they are more these things than they are human. The other kin community can be found lurking on Reddit, Tumblr, TV tropes, and other online Where forms. do we draw the line? Exactly. What
4: I'm saying is, okay, religion, we all agree. You have every right to practice your religion and believe what you want until you start trying... To bring that shit and put it into laws and force other people to live by your beliefs. Okay, you want to believe you're a a dragon, you know, reborn to the fifth power from the age of Aquarius. Whatever the fuck you want to believe, that's fine. But stop getting in my face and telling me that I'm intolerant and I'm oppressing you because I go, well, you're full of shit. You have every because you have every right to believe what you want and I have every right to tell you you're full of shit okay because when yeah. you go to the doctor, guess what yeah there's two boxes to check
1: right well two if you think they're not going to get the dragon doctor for you well, yeah too if you think you're a fox, go to a veterinarian when you're sick see how that works out for you
4: <laughs> and what's, what's okay. pissing me off is that the left has now become so fucking regressive is that they' the, the the hardcore left wingers are turning their back on science, they're turning their back on facts, and they're going, well, how do you feel about this? Okay, look, feelings are a very important thing, but they're not the end-all, be-all. Faith might be a very important thing to some people, but it's not the end-all, be-all to the survival of us as a species. We have to deal with reality and facts. And these people are just as bad as the crazy fucking snake-handling you know, 20 different wives blowing themselves up for some imaginary person, whatever the fuck religious people, in my opinion.
1: Aaron and I were talking a, a couple of weeks ago about how fact-based has become a pejorative. And you know what? And you asked where the line was. I'll tell you where the fucking line Where's was. Line? It was last year. It was that Rachel Dolezal chick. I'm telling you. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Once you cross that line, you can't go back. That like or you can. Stick. I get you the can, Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner shit. All right, I know what yeah. a transsexual or trans whatever the fuck is what's called nowadays. Right. Person is. I got well, that. But the Rachel Dolezal thing, what we all talked about, was just blew my fucking mind. Like, right. no, you're white. But you're a white. Per- you're born a Caucasian. You can't just right. There is a there's a big difference
2: here though because there's actually science behind uh, somebody who identifies as one gender that, uh, a gender that they uh, doesn't, isn't represented in their genitalia, let's say. Uh, You you know, we're, in the womb, we start out as just things, you know, we're not male or female, and eventually that develops, you know, the, uh, the sexual organs develop at a certain point. And I, you know, in the same way, I'm not saying that being transgender or thinking of yourself as a d- different gender is akin to birth defects, but when
1: you realize why you're wired different,
2: right, th- you can see where the short circuit might happen quite easily, right?
1: Well, short circuit, PPC, is pejorative. And- we don't
2: all start out as any animal. And you know, could grow out to be a
1: fox or a bear or an owl. You're projecting a feeling of and inferiority just, with your use of the phrase "short circuit," Aaron. I
2: know, I know, I know. I can't talk about this without being I don't offensive. Feel
1: safe in this space <laughs> with you? No. Well, that's the that, that's the other thing. The fact that the whole country didn't tell that chick to go fuck off is why we're here now.
4: Well, that's okay. That's the other thing. If you ever notice, a lot of the bickering back and forth is between baby boomers and millennials. Like I said, Gen Xers for whatever reason are skipped over. But I don't think we should be skipped right. over because just as I say just as I say pol- good police need to clean out their precincts of the bad apples, we're the fucking generation that led into these idiots being able to do this shit.
1: This is my layout of that. We've well, we have- also been labeled as, we have given society the overall idea, we don't care. I mean, right? we are associated with ap- apathy. It's the
2: get over it or suck it up. It's the suck it up generation versus the respect my feelings generation. And in the middle is there's too much shit on TV generation
1: (laughs) to give a fuck about
2: any of this.
1: My DVR is full. (laughs) I don't know both of you shut up. I got shit to watch.
2: It's Sunday night. (laughs) Unless you're going to be on Bill Maher in the next couple weeks. I'm not listening to you.
4: (laughs) It's not TV. It's HBO. (laughs) Well, look, I get it, but I also feel that my generation has definitely enough blame to lay at their own feet, because the really heavy push for the PC movement started with the Gen Xers, and just like a lot of ideas and a lot of things, I think it started, it came from a well-intentioned place, but it's been picked up and ran with in directions that ridiculous and it's counterproductive and I were I the job I worked until recently I've worked with a lot of kids out of high school or just getting ready to be out of high school and everybody's so adversarial towards each other once they get to are you disrespecting the label I've labeled myself as and friendships are ended in Angry texter sent. And I'm like, are you fucking serious?
1: It's like, don't people realize, like, the same right you have to think, put these labels on yourself is the same right I have to go? You're fucking insane. Right. It's I'm, the same I'm at, right.
4: I'm at work talking to a co-worker, and she goes, uh, Hey, so, uh, something about, oh, have I ever had a problem dating? Because, you know, I'm a, I'm a large larger person i said oh because i'm fat i said "Uh, i mean they're not knocking down my door but you know when i put my mind to it i do well because i got uh, because i am i grew up not brad pitt i had to develop a thing called a personality so and i'm fairly amusing to some people (laughs) couple 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 that together i can get a chick to laugh her way out of her pants sometimes (laughs) and and she was and she made a comment like I'm, I'm, I'm fuck! I'm just going to have to paraphrase it. Basically, what she was saying is that anybody who wouldn't have sex with someone because they're overweight or they don't like their hair color or their eye color, yeah, is being racist, sexist, weightist, sizist, whatever She's the ever fuck. Been, is to, the she could, they're, they're like, been to a club? They're discriminating. Been to a
1: bar? And I'm
4: like, okay, wait a minute. That's, a minute. Natu-
1: that's, no, that's nature, though. That's, animals do that shit.
4: Okay, because right. I brought up someone to her. I said, okay, so if I said I don't find Asian women in general attractive, she goes, I would think you're racist towards Asian people. I said, okay, do you understand the definition of the term racist? I don't think I'm better than them because of my race, and I don't think they're better than me or worse than me because of their race. Maybe I'm just not attracted to them.
1: He's just not eating Chinese tonight. You
4: know? And she goes, and she and she made a comment about, well, you know, what if what if it was a black person? And I said, okay, perfect example. What about a black guy who only dates white girls? Is he racist against? Is he self hating? Generally, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, because that's what's coming down. To. What about a white girl who only dates black guys? I mean, what, are are these? Are the Kardashians racist? I I would say they're size queens probably. Yeah, but I don't say they're, they're racist. They like some
1: meat. They, they're not racist. And yeah, I've seen the. Porno. They have a standard, and only the black gentlemen live up to it. I mean, except for that if, Scott guy.
4: If we can, if we could dig up uh, John Holmes, maybe put Ron Jeremy on a crash diet. Maybe they can fill up those cavernous crotches. But besides that, obviously they 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 like to be filled up. That's their preference. They. They want to be filled to the rim. Maybe they right? have
1: deep vaginas. Maybe we're being unfair.
4: Exactly. Maybe they're abnormally
1: whatever. deep. Whatever, <laughs> you know.
4: So, but when did preference become as a discri- you're being you're discriminating against someone? I I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not really into super pale redheads with freckles. I, 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 for whatever reason. Uh, Aaron, you said you're not into the, the the stereotypical porn star, blonde, you know, bleach blonde, big f- fake tits.
2: Definitely. These don't. are not.
4: But that doesn't mean you think they're horrible fucking people. No. I'm sure some of them are horrible people, and I'm sure some of them are great people. Yes. You just don't want to fuck them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of people on this planet I don't want to fuck.
4: Exactly. It and mean she was anything. basically saying because you won't have sex with anybody. Just anybody that, that says, I'm attracted to you, I want to have sex with you, and you go, eh, I don't think so, that you're discri- that you're discriminating, and not like I'm discriminating as in I have discriminating
1: taste, like you're an asshole. Right. So what's next? An ax- you're discriminating against me because you're in a relationship. I'll make no, sure that's not how it works. I'll make so a I prediction to, as to what. Oh, I'm sorry,
2: Rich. Go ahead.
4: Well, no, I was just going to because my buddy Corey worked the same job, and Corey goes, okay. What about gay guys? And she's like, "Well, I think it's kind of sexist that gay guys don't consider having sex with females."
1: I get, get, the, uh, get the fuck out of it! Uh, conversation over. You have no idea what's going on, that, that dude. Is, at that
4: point, at that point, that point, Corey and I looked at each other, shook our heads, and dropped the conversation. And uh,
2: moving we around.
4: started we started sending each other uh,
1: memes. About how we triggered her. Every, <laughs> at that point, every other you, day at work, <laughs> I said, "Go find your safe space, bitch." Yeah, at that point, well, she you, was a vegan also, gone so to We a knife fight at that point, sir. She was a vegan
4: also, so I mean, she
1: she had we,
4: and she wasn't saying it like in a pissy, mean, agenda of rage, hateful feminist way. She was just saying it in just a naive, "You don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you're fucking 19 and you don't know shit about shit"
1: way. That's where a lot of this comes from, is most of the If you notice, most of these people are saying this shit are all in the same age group. The age group group that we all used to be in, where we all thought we knew shit, and 10 years later, one of the first things you learn is like, oh my god, I was so full of shit. But society, up until recently, we
4: all had an unwritten contract. If you're between the ages of 15 and, let's say, 25... Just for random ages, just throw those out there. And you say some shit, and you think you know how the world works, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Sit down. Adults are talking. We all agreed to that. Now you get some 11-year-old coming in going, 2 plus 2 equals 5, not 4.
1: Because I feel that it equals
2: 5. I feel like 2 plus 2 equals 5. Well, Matt says you're
4: wrong, bitch. Like. (laughs) You are entitled Let's, to your own opinion. You are not
1: entitled to hey, your own facts. I'm with Adam Carolla on this one. I blame Whitney fucking Houston and that children are our future bullshit. That's where it all started. That's where the wheels started coming off.
4: Don't, dude, don't even Don't even get me started on fucking parents these days because, uh, unfortunately, I, I, uh, whew, I, I get a firsthand view, and I'm just like, how did you get – do you not remember before you decided to drop crotch droppings all over the place? We used to sit and talk and be like, wow, look at these fucking pussy-ass parents who just you know hover over their kid, helicopter parent their kid. Now these same people are doing it, and I'm like, what are you doing? Let your kid go outside and play. Let them get hurt. That's how they learn. Yep. Just, I, you know, I'm sorry, but no, everything has to be baby-proof. The, whole, the minute that little fucking shit monster falls out there, fucking gaping maw, the whole thing has to revolve around that fucking thing. And it's just like, no! Jesus because that's not how the fucking world's going to treat that little bastard
1: when he hits 18.
2: Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's right, though, man. You are right. And, we, and we, it seems like we only have the two extremes. There's still very neglectful parenting going on out there. It's either helicopter parent or practically non-existent or or
1: i buy weed off my kid (laughs) you know yeah yeah
4: well you know i i will say this and this is once again this is just my personal experience so take it for what it is my friends that who have family who live farther out from the cities their parents usually let them literally roam with a lot less you know where you have to. Every second of every day has to be planned, and I have to know where you're at and what you're doing. Like, oh, okay, if you have 20 acres in your backyard, you know your kids still in your property. There's 20 acres they could be. Be home by five. They have a fucking watch and a cell phone. They're home by five. Everything's fine. I mean, so it seems like the farther out of the city and the farther you get away from, and I can't even put this on any other race. This is just this is the white man's burden right here white middle-class and up white people because that's who come up with this bullshit i i well, the farther you get away from from them the farther you get away from this helicopter parenting well, yeah, and the just, idea that every child is special
1: well, yeah, and it's like it leads to the news stories of uh, a couple last year of uh what, kids walking up to the store or something or walking to school? It's like a half mile away. Oh, yeah. and people are calling the cops on these parents and shit. Yeah,
2: this like, kid, eight-year-old kid walking alone down the street. Something's wrong.
1: Yeah. Me and my sister, we used to walk a mile uh, uphill, both ways. Both ways. And, and no. Snow. But, <laughs> but no, we'd it, what it was, it was literally a mile at the school that was in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. We'd walk fucking, you I know, six, starting sixth grade. You know, it was. The bus wasn't coming to pick my ass up. I yeah. had to walk it. Yeah.
4: My elementary school in Florida, I lived a mile and a half from the school, and they their rule in that to put school district was you have to be within a mile <laughs> to, to walk or ride your bike to school. And I fought to ride my bike. I was like, it's a mile and a half. I could do a mile and a half in 10 yeah. minutes on my bike.
1: Dude, I used to go here. all kinds of... Dude, I live at... Uh, well, neither of you from the east side, so I can't... The streets I'm going to give you, but I used to ride... play. Places that take about 15 20 minutes to drive in a car, I'd ride my bike to, you know, it ended up, you know, turning into an all day bike trip, but still, oh, yeah. you know, that kind of shit. And that's the thing,
2: we never had a plan. We would go out each morning and yeah, not just, know what the you fuck. Just, was going. You couldn't tell your parents where you were going to be all day because you didn't fucking know where my you were going to be.
1: One called it, it was when we were little, but he called it going on adventures. Yeah. Because we would just meet up. Because it basically was us learning the neighborhood. It yeah. was us exploring the neighborhood. We'd meet up in the morning at like fucking 9 or 10. One of us would be banging on the other one's door. We'd be on our bikes and boom. We'd be fucking, it was be back for dinner. Maybe I'd poke my head in to get a sandwich or something around yep. 1 or 2. But it was, that's what we did. There's no cell phones. It, there was no... But you didn't bring a bottle of water with you and a no, couple of granola bars? And I didn't wear a helmet either. <laughs> oh, my guess God. guess what? I fell off my bike a few times. How many times did your parents get sued? None. <laughs> oh, guess what, too? Since about four years old, I was riding in the front seat without a fucking car seat. I got, I got well, you beat. There are technological
2: I was, advances that I can support.
1: I was about six or seven,
4: and my dad had a pickup truck. And I was like, can I ride in the back? And he go.
2: I had to ask. Don't... the ride in the front.
4: <laughs> so like he's like, so just don't end up like stay seated when we're moving. Don't do nothing stupid. You, right. You're not du- You know what you, you know what you can and can't do. He probably don't...
1: told you sit down, hold on. No teen wolf. Yeah. It? Don't stand up. You'll fall out. <laughs> oh god, dude, fucking yeah, skitching
4: or or shagging. Fuck yeah, we used to do that all the time. The strangers' cars. We'd sit at st- <laughs> on side streets at stop signs. Wait till someone. And it snowed and it was just ice and snow on the. Cause they wouldn't plow their salted back streets, and we'd just go up to a stranger's car, grab onto the bumper, lay down, and let them drag us as far as they could. Like, like you'd hit a clump of ice, and you get knocked off the bumper and go rolling into a snowbank, and we'd
1: laugh our asses off. <laughs> and shit was fun. But here, it's still even my, even with this, teenage. Oh, was, even with teenage, it would still be home by a certain time. Do whatever you're gonna do. But get yourself home under your own power, not in a police car, and be home by this time. Yeah. And if you're going to be late, call. You know, well, now I think, it's, it's insanity. I, I'm glad I don't have kids. I'm glad I'm not a kid.
4: I think a lot of this comes from, and this is once again, just observations on my part. I watch these parents, and I'm like, this is just out of pure narcissism. It's like the parents were like, oh, my God. People out there want to molest my kid. I'm going to quote Doug Stanhope.
1: <laughs> I know what you're
4: going to Lottery hitting the lottery type odds yeah. that anyone wants to fuck your child <laughs> okay in fact, if your child is not like could be on t v pretty most likely even child molesters would go no, not the fat whitehead kid, get the pretty fucking Brad Pitt kid, you know like just so stop it's it's narcissism that oh everyone wants. Something to do with my child, whether it's negative or positive. And I guarantee you, most people don't give a fuck about your kid. And if you're a kid listening to this podcast, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? Second of all, no one gives a fuck about you. Except for your family and maybe some friends. And you're going to find as you get older, that group's going to get smaller and smaller.
2: I blame the media. The media? Well, yeah. Do you think there's more random crime going on now than there were in the 70s and 80s? Yes. About how and about dude? this? Yes. No, how about this? Rant, do you think, really?
4: Do you think there's more murders and rapes and molestations going on now than there was
1: 200 years ago? Yes, because there's more people. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you per capita. 200 years ago. What? You broke up there, what?
4: Well, Aaron brought up a good point. He said per capita. I'm saying 200 years ago, you could get away with that shit.
2: Now, right, yes, there are yeah, numbers wise. Chris is correct. There are more rapes per capita, though. If you broke it down by a percentage of population, you think there's actually more rapes, murders, random killings, abductions, kidnappings.
4: Think about this. Think about how bloody World War One was. Now, go back another couple or a few hundred years and think about the Crusades and think about the fact that that these were wars and they were actually trying to save people who had been injured now think about your average person who's not fighting a war and they step on you know something and they get, get uh, you know their foot turns gangrenous and they cut the fucker off it's true or they yeah. die i mean this is this is what i'm saying like a, a simple bar fight now that someone breaks a bottle and carves you up as long as they don't hit any vital organs, you got a bunch of stitches and a cool story to
2: tell when you're old.
1: 200 years ago, kiss your ass goodbye. You
2: slump into the woods and throw some peat moss on it. See, Hope you don't die.
1: Yeah, but here comes the cynical part of me. I think now, too, we're in the society, though, where, hey that might not be a bottle. He might pull a gun out of his fucking pants. Or comes back later with his boys, and they all fuck you up or kill you. Versus the
2: Old West, where it definitely would be a gun. Yeah, like like, they, like he, Chris, you just described gunfighted to OK Corral.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so then I think so then I think we're all saying nothing's changed. Well, as far I, as violence and crime and people and evil motherfuckers
4: I, doing shit like this, my point was
2: oh. percentage chance of something happening to your kid has not gone up since I was raised. It's only that we hear about every story of, you know what in my day would probably be more of uh an urban myth is now a major news story there's always a new death for somebody to be outraged about
1: stop dressing and, your kids up so sexy and this shit's always happened it's
2: just you know the spread of information
4: well we also in the western in western culture modern western culture we have for whatever reason extended Childhood, to where you know, okay, you're 18, and now we have this push for okay, if you want to smoke, you got to be 21. There's certain states passing those laws. We keep extending childhood
2: longer well, was, and longer. I was a victim and-
1: of it myself, man. I I totally think I was in like arrested development till my late 20s, man. Like I, maybe that's just being a dude. Yeah. But personally, I was like. I, was living, I still think I relatively live like a teenager, <laughs> but no, I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. Like, we I had an argument with a woman I used to date a couple years ago about she was telling me that a uh, friend's daughter of hers was still a kid at 24. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, a kid at 24? It's like, my parents were married at 24. Like, at 24, I'd been living on my own for like six
4: years. Like... It's a sh- it's a, it's a meme on the internet, so take it for what it's worth. But it, it made a lot of sense. It's so an 18 year olds in World War II were storming a beach, pretty much making making peace with whatever God they believed in before the fucking before they hit the beachhead. And nowadays, 18 year olds in colleges are wanting president college presidents fired because someone dressed up in a sexy Halloween costume and that disrespected numerous groups, and they need safe spaces and you can't talk about certain things, and trigger warnings. You know, you can't teach history. I have a buddy. He went to school to be a history teacher. He graduated probably 12 years ago. Talking to him now, he's like, I'm so glad I didn't go the route of being a full-time history teacher because I couldn't teach history the way I was taught. Yeah. You can't talk about like you can you can't talk about wars and stuff and go into any detail to try to get these kids to understand what these people went through because someone's going to get PTSD from someone talking about the right. shit.
2: It, it, of all the fucked up shit that there is in history, I mean where would your trigger warning stop? There would always be something in history that could possibly offend somebody.
1: I yes, exactly. It, and this is just if I was on a college camp, well, <clears throat> this would probably offend somebody too. If I was on a co- my my Halloween costume every year, I would just be a fucking burlap bag. <laughs> Here, Here's my Halloween it. costume. That's, that's it. Just a burlap sack. Just Find wearing a burlap sack. Here's my non offensive Halloween costume. I'm just wearing a burlap sack with armholes. holes. And you know what happened? You get the- and, and, and oh, the girl would say that man dresses
2: a testicle offends me. <laughs>
4: No, I was going to say you get some English majors read too much Steinbeck that would say you're making fun of the dust bowl era and the struggles that they went through moving <laughs> west. And so, you know, you need to be you're sensitivity offending my, training.
2: My my heritage, you're offending my yeah,
4: heritage. You're shitting all over the grapes of wrath. How dare you? But and he, here's here's where I'm like, okay, so because Yes, I see these things. Yes, I like to bitch about them, but ultimately I also like to go, okay, so what's the solution to it? And the only solution I can come up with is just look at these people and go, you know what? <laughs> I hate to sound like an Eminem song. I am whatever you say I am. I Fine. But you, you're a fucking idiot. That doesn't change the fact you're a fucking idiot.
1: We've really yeah, lost I- sight of the power of shut the fuck up as a society. That's the problem. Like, I'm, <clears throat> I'm really trying to be serious here. I really think half the problem is no one's ever looked at these people to shut the fuck up in in some way, shape, or form. Maybe okay. that way. Maybe you worded it a little nicer. The whole generation of people being raised as
2: if they were hot blondes.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the hot blonde syndrome. Right. It's well, no one's saying no.
4: Aaron, I I know you you know you don't watch sportsnet up on it, but there's a show on HBO called Hard Knocks. It follows football yeah. one football team every season through preseason. This year. There, one of the coaches had to sit his team down and go, I know in high school you weren't yelled at. You weren't told you're fucking up. You weren't told you're stupid. You're not in high school. This is your fucking job. And if you fuck up and don't do your job, you cost me my job. And I like my job. So if you fuck up, I'm going to say you're a stupid fuck, and I'm going to yell at you. And if you can't deal with it, there's the fucking door. We'll find someone that can and I'm like, these are fucking 22, 23 year old professional athletes yeah. who are now just getting this talk. These are adults. These are adult males. That's how I was talked to by my coach in junior fucking high. Maybe not as many cuss words, but hey, look, you suck. I'm sorry. I'm not going to play you at first because I got a fucking freaking nature, Nazi genetic experiment, who's 6'2, who's fucking 13, and he can stretch to get the fucking ball. On a, on, a, on a hit to third and a throw to first. Get your ass in right field. That's what I was told. Okay. Shut the fuck up. I didn't flip out. I didn't go home. My parents didn't fucking start a petition and try to have him fired. Like my mother was my mother, My mother. mother didn't even sit for my games. So when I told her what happened, she was like, really? Oh, okay, anyways. Can you stop talking about baseball now? Because that's boring. I'm yeah. like, oh, thanks, Mom. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, my little. My parents, I was in Little League, but a handful of games. Little League was something I was dropped off to and picked up from. And fuck, give a shit. Like, it's.
4: Exactly, exactly. And that's. I'm not saying that that's how it has to be because there was a lot of times I had a really good game or I'd do something on the field or at the plate that I was proud of. And it bothered me that I'd turn around and there'd be, you know, my teammates and maybe the coach who hated me who might give me, you know, the a little golf clap, but I didn't have anyone in the stands, but ultimately it didn't. I think it was better that I went through that than if I had my mother or father in the stands screaming every time a call went against me because, Oh, you're targeting him because he has blue eyes or what, whatever the fuck. Did you Is know what he-
1: they are, Rich? We're going a new, f- Oh, we're going to get into the zeitgeist. Here and i regiment regimented. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I heard it. Some blue, blue-, blue-, blue. they're generation validation. Everything everything needs to be validated. Opinions, feelings, fucking... Where did this come from? Likes.
2: On Facebook. Oh. Yeah. It all stems from behavior of, you know, I post a picture of me or my lunch or my dog or whatever the fuck and see how many people I can get to like it. And getting high, getting a little uh, endorphin boost in the brain every time that you get likes on your photo, wherever it may be. And now you're addicted to that. You're addicted to that behavior so much so that when you don't have instant approval, you become a little bitch. And (laughs) this is where parents enable this type of behavior mostly because they don't, know how to deal with it you know the oh my if i don't constantly approve of what my kids are doing they turn turn into horrible monsters because they are raised on this instant approval technology
1: nobody wants to be menendez yeah.
2: <laughs> yes i agree with that combine that with the fact that like you, like you were talking about over uh the helicopter parents which helicopter parents, and I think in most cases, is more about the parents than the kids. Still, they've got yeah. something to prove with that kid. That kid is going to achieve goals that they didn't in, in their life, or it's just merely the fear of if anything happens to that kid, I will. My whole life will be fucked up, and everyone will judge me.
1: Now, is this a byproduct of? Uh, in this, uh, aren't those people? Weren't they the first generation of? Uh parents started getting divorced. Could that could we begin the crux could we be solving society's problems? A right lot
2: of now? this, yeah. A lot of this probably has to do with divorce and the overcompensation for uh feeling like you fucked up your kids' lives and that all you want to do is make things right for them and have this perfect world for them.
1: No, I meant that well, that well. their parents got divorced so now they're helicoptering to give their to, to be well, the parents that their parents weren't. That's what well, I'm saying. statistics okay. aren't
2: going down though. There's, There's even more divorced couples than ever.
1: I think, I
4: think a lot of it is, it's a lot of different things. There's no way we could cover them all. But, I mean, we're touching on some, the, the, the heavy hitters, <clears throat> in my opinion. What Aaron said, Chris, what you said, I'd take it even a step further. I, fathers in the last, in my lifetime, 30 years, have been marginalized and are seen as optional when it comes to child raising in a lot of people's eyes these days yeah I'm and because I'm, don't stick around and you know you can chalk it up to well, a bunch of deadbeat dads don't want to raise their kids okay well, let's be honest here that's a small percentage a lot of times you have such draconian fucking child support laws and you have two pair to a couple who are being fueled by their lawyers to go for the throat of each other. And the kid ends up being just a rope and a tug of war. Yeah. And ultimately someone's going to win in the court. And more times than not, these are facts. People don't like what I'm about to say. Do something about it. But don't shit. Don't get mad at me for quoting facts. The, the mother wins custody and what she wants goes. And,
2: well, yeah, I, I do when agree with happens, you, Rich.
4: And, and when when that happens, and you, especially, you have a son. Now you're raising, trying to raise a man, and you don't have a man around. Yeah, that's hard, man. That's hard. Aaron, talking, yeah, we'll you're ahead. you're a single you're a single father. You have a son. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you don't want your son to go through a lot of the shit I went through with my dad because I was kept away from him by my mother. I, didn't, I had to teach myself how to shave. I didn't know anything about fucking wet dreams, right. jerking off, none of that shit. I was told, oh, stop, stop. Oh, nasty. Little boys that play with themselves are fucking nasty. Meanwhile, after oh. she died, I moved out a half of a fucking hustler fucking store worth of dildos out of her fucking room. <laughs> and I'm like, really? really? But I was nasty because I was 10 years old and figured out, well, if I rub this fucking thing, dog water shoots out. Come the fuck on. You know what? this and this is not just isolated to me this is a lot of kids go through this shit now, and it it'd be no different and I'd say no different if it, if the if the father's got custody most of the time and you have a father trying to raise a daughter
2: well i don't really, it's not really about custody because fathers do still have rights and uh, you know that are like my ex enforced my ex would have to be like super insane for me to actively take care, take custody of my kids exactly i want them to live with their mother I, I would love to live with my kids as well but i can't live with their mother so i'd rather they stay with their mother than me you know i but uh it doesn't mean that i don't have of course responsibility still but also rights to see them but i think if maybe if I understand your point correctly, it's that uh, this kind of marginalization of the father gives people with less willpower to do the the fathering things uh, to overcome that. You know, to it, it's it makes it much easier for them to just kind of slink away and disappear. Well, I so too think he's See, am I on too, the right track? No, no.
1: Well. I think Rich you're, is you're taking on. you're you're taking you're Wait, taking the
4: route you're you're taking the route that these fathers are like oh well since they don't live with me and I don't have custody well, I'll just slink away as you put it well no once but, again but, I think that's a smaller percentage what I'm talking about is marginal basically a fa- a father is an optional parent in a lot of people's opinions. Whether they, I mean whether they admit it or not, obviously look at our world today, people feel that way, and it's not just
2: oh, look at nature
4: it's 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 you've got courts, you've got lawyers, you have look at the culture, sitcoms, name me a sitcom with a strong male lead who wasn't a bumbling idiot or a fucking psychopath where the fa- you know the father of the family you know you can't, you hardly can't. I mean, it's just, okay, oh, no, that's right. your dad. He's stupid. Ha-ha. Look at Father's Day cards. Luke All Beaver. Father's Day cards are, oh, was that in the last 30 years? Brady Boy, Bunch? Yeah. A, oh, no, you <laughs> said yeah, yeah, oh, 30
1: yeah, yeah. years. Gotcha. No, I see the what closest you're saying.
4: I, closest I can come is Dan from Roseanne. That's about the, and that was uh, a show that even though Roseanne is a very hard, hard head is not the right word, very strong woman, she still was like, I'm going to need a strong man in this show because that's, uh-huh. that's how my family was. But I just have a problem with it because it seems like it goes from there down to the sun, and it's like, okay, everything a boy goes through growing up becomes trivial. It's Dismiss it. We tell, As, as you said earlier, suck it up, rub dirt on it, whatever, man up, all this shit. And everything else gets geared towards... Well, we have to make sure the girls are taken care of and the daughters are taken care of. Okay, great. but where's, where where can a boy be a boy? I mean, we all played I'm assuming we all played like cops and robbers, cowboys and Indians, something where we had we'd pew, pew, make gun noises, and you do you know you see boys doing that now, and people flip out because, oh my God, but isn't that that's what boys do. They, want, they, they roughhouse, they wrestle. -hmm. They get in the fights and then they're friends five minutes later. Right? Sorry, this is what this this is what manhood or not? Excuse me, not manhood. This is what testosterone does to people. If you put a woman on a a, a testosterone regimen, she's going to get more aggressive. It's just a fact. And
1: this is something we're. We hear this all the time as but, fans of the Adam Carolla show. This argument we hear all the time. It's it's it, 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 how it's the, it's the whole uh, I guess around here the way that the, the I don't need a man kind of mentality the where the 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 guy is marginalized. And it's you, you need a man to teach oh, you teach a man to teach, you need a man to teach a boy how to be a man. You need a woman to teach a you know the kids the, with the relationship. The kids need both. You need the both dynamics of well, the man the and is, the woman. And it's being downplayed is, a lot now to where the maternal is, is the Trump all, which it's a good part of it, but there, there is something to be said for the male dynamic that comes when, to it.
4: When you, when you put so much emphasis on belittling or you know just whatever, tut- tutting the little boys and oh, whatever, that's just stop it, knock it off. But then, you, you you prop up everything your daughter does. You can't act like this. This shit does not is not going to turn into what the situation we have now. Where I feel this way, and my feelings once again need to be validated. No,
1: you definitely cannot be openly male in our society lately. And, so, it's, and try being openly white male. Look out. It's it's it, that's how come
4: I think comedy is one of the last things that speak to me because I think comedians are really the last group of people and it's if it, they're in tellers. danger of yes of being able to get there and tell the truth and if you really think about it like the lower okay straight white male comedian you better be really funny if you want to tell <laughs> the truth yeah and you better you better step real careful around certain cultural landmines. Black female comedian can say any goddamn thing she wants, and no one will fucking blink an eye. And it's like, okay, where is this coming from? I mean, now it's like, oh, check your check your privilege, check your privilege, and all this shit, all this garbage. When the fuck did... I didn't hear this shit, and colleges weren't weren't having safe spaces until what? The scales tipped, and there's more women in college, and it just so happens these women come from the generation... That fathers minute. were seen as optional.
2: How does how is this? You're telling this me. Fall you're telling me all that women. shit. You're
4: telling me all that shit that I just described doesn't come off as feminine. You think a bunch of you think a bunch of boys sitting around at 15 are going to go? Let's talk about our feelings and how we feel and, <laughs> and no. how, how our feelings trump our science teacher. 15 year old boys 15 year old boys. Be honest here, man. And I know what I'm saying ain't popular. I don't give a shit about popular. I don't give a fuck if I'm offending people. Cause I'm, t- I'm offended every day by the nonsense of being told you're wrong for thinking the way you do because, well, you're a white male. Well, fuck it. Then you know what? Then I'm an asshole. I'm, I'm wrong. But this is bullshit also. You can't prop one group up and hold another down. It doesn't it work is, that way. Right there you can't yes you cannot prop another group up on the back of an uh, well,
1: a, well your goal of your utopia is going to happen if that's your method
4: because right now we're not talking about equality and talking about I got a problem with modern third wave feminism it's not about equality it's about it's it, it's an adversarial outlook at the opposite sex if you're a female it's almost like you're attacking you're trying to to make people these days pay for the sins of their fathers and we, I think we all would agree. No, all three of us. No one here wants to be held responsible for slavery that happened 400 years ago. That maybe our family weren't even in the country. So why the fuck should I be held responsible for some fucking veteran who came home from World War II and kissed a nurse? And it's oh, this is an example of white male privilege right here. Hmm. The motherfucker escaped. Take death. It what he wants? Yes, he escaped death. How do you know she didn't want it? You're assuming. <laughs> Just like if I'm assuming she wanted it and you're assuming she didn't want it, I guess we're both assholes, aren't we? But somehow her, the assumption that she didn't want it is given more weight and validity in the situation. I like and this is, how, this is where society's at at this point. Let me ask you a question. The woman says she was raped, it's, if you go, uh, what proof you got, do you think you'd be shouted down in a room full of women?
1: Yes, absolutely. I was shouted down in a room full of one woman last year. <laughs> Trust me Oh yeah Well,
4: But if a man is in prison He says he was raped I No one has a problem going I want proof
1: wh- I mean th- uh, that f- f- By the way f- I realized what I just said It was an argument It was a It was a discussion Between me and the girlfriend I don't want to be Construed as I was raping somebody oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I realized <laughs> no. what I said I was like Wait a minute <laughs> Taken out of context That
4: might not sound good yeah, isolate that drop. That's the new look in his dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, look, man, I'm not looking for for either of you to agree with me. This is just it's something that I've noticed and watching my group my friend, groups of people I grew up with who are having kids and watching the difference in how they treat their daughters and their sons and how it's just everyone just goes, Oh, that's that's exactly what you're supposed to do. It's like Bill Maher said, feminism is about equality, correct? But if a woman gets on TV and goes, "Men are stupid," every oh wonderful. If a guy oh, yeah. gets on TV and goes, "Women are stupid," boo, burn,
1: burn right. him. And uh, I,
2: I love listening to Stuff You Should Know podcasts, but one thing that they do on a regular basis that drives me nuts is, let's say that they, they're talking about like some scientific discovery, right? And they're like, you know, uh, dozens of scientists two hundred years ago got together. All men, but you know, they could have been women, yeah, because you know, women are smarter than men. We all know that. They, they, do they truly believe that? Or is it that they're so afraid of backlash of even saying that, like, men and women are equally as smart? We have to tip the scales in the other way to make up for uh, de- uh, so many years of, uh, of, uh, Subjugation and oppression. Yes, yeah, and- oppression.
1: That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yes, actually, that there is a way of thinking. I'm married to it. <laughs> that that no that there is that thinking. It's like it it is kind of uh, like fuck yeah. Like we were pressed for so many years. Fucking it's our goddamn turn. It's let's 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 put some more pebbles on the other side of that scale. Right. And okay, this but is
2: she- but this is like the most basic story that is illustrated in in many superhero uh stories, right? The idea that, okay, Batman doesn't kill, right? Well, well we've... Lately, we've not so much, but <laughs> the traditional Batman doesn't kill. Why? Because that's what separates him from the Joker. He realizes that he's more alike than the Joker. He's more like the Joker than either of them are regular people. But the thing, the defining part of his... that Separates him from the madmen that he chases that he chooses not to kill them, even though he puts them in jail and they get out and the cycle repeats over and over again. The minute that he crosses that line, there's no coming back. So it, it's analogous to what we do in the society when we oppress a group of people. And then when we decide that our oppression of those people is ignorant and we want to correct that, we overcorrect in favor of now there's no such thing as a, a wrong gender association or idea of your own gender or sexuality. All women are smarter than men. Um, you know, well,
1: if these don't, are we don't hear it so much with race, were we? in Gotham. That's why, because <laughs> well, these criminals were always getting back out for Batman to catch okay. him again. No, they're just breaking no one out. ever questioned the court system in Gotham.
2: They just right? needed a couple more walls around Arkham <laughs> Asylum, that's all.
4: See I think I think a, a, a lot of problems that we're running into these days is that there's not honesty. There's not a whole lot of honesty happening. And I think that's what is irritating.
1: Is, the truth is offensive. And I he, and, and it's what's funny is people actually to the, talk to young people they think it's the realest time ever to be alive.
4: I I'm to the point where okay, I am more than comfortable with who I am and where I stand on on issues. And if people who really know me, I guarantee you ask them, oh, yeah, Rich feels this way about this. Rich feels they know where I'm coming from. People that I care about know where I'm coming from. But we need to be, start being honest with each other as a society, not just this shit with you know men and women, it, with race. It's like I said with the, the whole thing with Colin Kaepernick, okay, he brought attention to an issue – And we were like, what would you have them do? Have the cops and have the people in the community that they're policing sit down and talk to each other. And make it so, I mean, as best you can, that there's going to be no repercussions for what's said. Which, I mean, I I know that's kind of dream world shit. And let them fucking air their grievances. And I guarantee you, if everybody starts taking a piss on the floor, they're going to see their puddles overlap a lot more than they thought they did. And... That's what we don't have. Right. We have people who want to slam themselves against this wall, and then you have people who, oh, they dug their feet in? Dig our feet in against this wall. And it's just, it's, it's, it's not just a problem that, oh, hey, well, you know, we'll get over it. We've, we've overcome more than this, really. Where's the Roman Empire? Where's the British Empire? Hmm. We're a very young country.
2: Isn't it And
4: we have, an, we have an election that's getting ready to rip this country apart.
2: Oh, man. We're, we live in an age uh, of information, of freedom of information, free exchange of ideas and, and more ways to communicate with others than ever. And we use that to segregate ourselves more.
4: Yeah. Right? And just like Facebook, hey, they have algorithms. If they feel that there's a way you can check how Facebook views you politically, I forgot. I'd have to look it up. Um, oh, really? I don't
3: yeah, see and this. that's how
4: come that's how come in the trending topics and suggested po- suggested post, you'll see things. And it's either things that you agree with or things to piss you off, so you go right. post about it and comment on it. Yeah. There's there's nothing that there's they, they're not trying to present to you anything that's middle of the road, anything that's is compromise. They want you to be hard on this side, hard right or hard left fuck the middle i mean it's just like this shit with gary johnson and he he asked about what the fuck what's this city in syria and cnn comes out and says he's not fit to be president
2: right (laughs) that's all it takes for gary johnson really and (laughs) trump's out there and
4: you haven't said that about him (laughs) Yeah. yeah if trump's more if trump's more qualified to be president than gary johnson i don't even know if i want to live in this fucking country Seriously,
2: I, I that can't, is fucking retarded. I just don't see how he manages to keep any supporters. When I mean, he's been back and forth on immigration now. Every other day, it's he goes from build a wall to oh, uh, well, let's uh, you know, let's build a plan for immigration, and you know, we'll ah. let certain people in. Well, yeah. He, and did you see he the goes video with the yeah, yeah it's just what I was
1: about to say Hi, I, I want to point out sorry to, to to break up the, the party here what's the party facebook you could see it what does that say
2: i don't know what a, what a, interests u s politics
1: parentheses
2: i can't read it from here. liberal liberal parentheses it says, it says you're liberal yes oh, according to what you do on your activity on facebook you're liberal Zuckerberg
1: thinks i'm liberal
2: well. Not
1: not all algorithms are perfect. (laughs) Exactly, right? No, what this does is it backs up Rich's argument about how everything is just shifting so dramatically that now even you, guy, only two years talking about I used to be more liberal. No, you're still the same amount of liberal. Right. The media has shifted our perceptions. Yeah. I get you. It's been a breakthrough podcast. I don't know. I think... talked about a a lot of good things today i don't know it's fucking crazy
4: i just think ultimately i think like i said we we need more honest discussion and people are gonna have to realize with honest discussion comes things that might offend you and words you might not want to hear but you know they're not going to kill you but if we keep going down this road like I can't I came out on, on Sporgy saying I support Black Lives Matter. I've been digging deeper into that for the last couple of weeks, and I'm seeing factions of that of that movement that disgust me. And I'm finding it harder and harder to defend them. And it's like these are people that are actually committing acts of violence based on other people's races. And I'm not talking about police. I'm talking about just oh, you're white. Your life has no, no value. So either kill yourself, or we'll kill you. I mean, there was a debate at Harvard where you had the uh, a, a white versus black debate. Awesome idea to do at Harvard, by the way. Way to stoke the fire. And this black kid is sitting there. Well, he's not a kid. College student sitting there, and he's like, "Why is your white? Why does your life have any value to the white? To the white?" Kids debating. And he's like, doesn't all life have value? And he said, no, your life has no value because you're white. This is at Harvard. And people are clapping. We can't keep... I don't know th- about
1: that. Check the property values.
4: We can't keep thinking this way because eventually shit's going to pop off that it's going to be too late to take back. And we're going to end up in an entirely fucked up situation. So fuck it. This little podcast, little fucking whoever listens... If 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 one person is going, hey, you know what? Yeah, let me be honest. Let me go to work and talk to that person that I don't agree with their views, and and actually see and try to find some middle ground. Well, fuck it, I'm happy. I did something positive. What the fuck have you done lately? Now, nah, obviously, not you guys, but you know what I mean,
1: right? Hey, y- they they hashtag something. <laughs> when
2: uh, we were talking about Facebook, and I wanted to bring this up because this is, I think, an interesting subject. This recent controversy over them removing a famous photo of a naked young Vietnamese girl running uh, in front of uh, some soldiers that uh, looks like had recently attacked her village or something.
4: Yeah, they napalm that village. Yes. That yeah, that girl had been burned like horribly on her back and was running away from it.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's a famous shot. It was posted and recently taken down by Facebook. And they've had a lot of criticism over that recently. Uh, I don't...
1: I mean, you want to talk shit about Facebook, I got some shit to talk about them too, which will coincide Nor- nicely with this.
2: Uh, let's see, Norway, Norway's biggest, uh, I don't know, is this a newspaper? Yeah, their largest newspaper, often posting.
1: Uh, no come on it's come God, on i'm not making that up well no that, that was often written in Posten. the writer's room that was in the comedy writer's room oh. <laughs> tina fey wrote that right
2: often postin said uh or hansen where this hansen character come on norway from, i'm upset disappointed while in fact even afraid of what you're about to do to a mainstay of our democratic society so Facebook is hurting democracy by uh, by its censorship. Facebook replied, that while we recognize that this photo is iconic, it is difficult to create a distinction between allowing a photograph of a nude child in one instance and not others. My thought on this is that this is no different than somebody saying, oh, we want to sell a picture of this famous photo, of this nude girl uh, running... And with their horribly burned back in stores, in Target stores, and Target saying, No, we don't want anything to do with that. Thank you very much. That is their choice. Facebook is a business. I think mm-hmm. we're forgetting that. It's not a free press, it's not some government run thing that everyone has control over. It is a fucking business that everyone has chosen to take to participate in and do business with. Our transaction is in information, and they get paid well off that information, believe me. So they have every right to take down whatever the fuck they want. If you don't like it, don't use fucking Facebook. Go somewhere else. We have options. But why are we talking about Facebook like our, our democracy hinges upon this fucking one social media platform? It's ridiculous.
1: It's the, but it's the idea of repressing information that's supposed to be freely shared. I think, I think that's what's getting people's dander up.
2: Uh, yes. Facebook censors and they have the right to censor the same way any business does. The same way I have a right to censor. If I, we as Christopher Media, if some, if Rich said something completely outrageous and we didn't want it to be associated with our podcast, I can't see that ever happening. We let him say whatever the fuck he wants, but we have the right to censor him. I mean,
4: Exactly. Yeah. Just the same and way
2: that other people have the right to not do, biz- not be on Facebook, not go to Target, I, I not listen the, to this podcast, whatever it may
1: be. Because we're getting into the realm of dishonesty. Because Facebook's whole shtick is, hey, it's the free sharing of information throughout the world, and we're connecting everybody. But then it's, right. but then they've kind of thrown the caveat of like, ah, uh, but only what we say. But, I think that's what's getting people pissed off.
2: But Apple's whole thing is they are inventors, and they haven't invented shit. They've only taken other technology and patent it for their own purposes and they're quite successful at nobody calls apple out on making shit products and good PR right so <laughs> so yeah i mean facebook makes this claim of you know of free communication with certain reasonable limitations of not showing you know pornographic images of or uh, or you know nude kids i certainly think is a good rule in general i but again, well, I mean, Facebook is
4: basically business. deciding what, what I think people are. Facebook, pres- Facebook's going okay. This, if if we're going by the Supreme Court's definition, pornography is does not serve artistic purpose and causes sexual thought.
1: I think Facebook needs to learn about that's context. Not, no, that they're not. Uh, I no, don't know, but what I'm, but the what, what pornography I'm saying the didn't
2: is, come up in the discussion, though. Merely the, the depiction of a nude child, which was the reason for removing it.
4: And and what I'm getting at, Facebook is like, okay, well, we're not governed by a government, obviously. No. We're a private. We're a private industry, and we don't want that. And but that's not that's not taking your freedom of speech away. That's just saying you can't use our pulpit. To put that up. If you want to go put that up on Tumblr or Reddit or 4chan, knock yourself out of the Same way, we we can't promote
2: Weedsman Podcast on Facebook. Yeah, I know, right?
1: But but where does context come into play? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they keep disapproving my posts, and I try to boost them. They knock it down. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, fucking wow, fuckerberg. But but where does context come into play, though? Can't we all be adults?
2: Well, I think the the bigger problem here is that you really don't have uh you have an algorithm overseeing this shit right that looks for keywords and says hey look here this person you know has some, is associated with some sort of illegal activity or something and we don't want this post promoted through facebook and it's uh, the same thing with the photos but, you know you i there are programs that can search for anything you know, any type of image. I mean, If you ever use Google image search, you know that you can yeah, just they, type in description words or colors or whatever the fuck you they want. Not,
1: they knock down sporgy posts, man. So like I, They're right. getting in the game now with that too. I'm trying to boost the individual posts for the show because I'm getting it out to more audiences. And because it's just like with Instagram, because it's got the word orgy in it, they're like, mm-hmm. nope.
2: Yeah, they're looking for keywords in the same way they're looking for key images. A nude child is going to trigger it. And maybe there's somebody that looked at it and said, nope. Or maybe it was
1: just an automatic reply of, what the fuck are you thinking? I want to now test social media. I want to start the Big Black Cock podcast. <laughs> See how far we can get with promotion. B B C The BBC podcast? No, dude. You have to spell out right. Big Black Cock.
4: I I mean, I, I, Aaron, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, and I agree with it. I mean, personally, if I ran Facebook, I mean, I don't, but... Let's just say I did for a second. I think that's culturally and historically significant. I would let it go. I mean, same thing. I don't know if you've ever seen the picture of there's like a a kid in Africa starving and there's a vulture waiting in the background. You know, people, well, that's a horrible picture. Well, that's reality. And some people need to be shaken to their fucking core and realize that the shit that, that the housewives of Atlanta is not reality, no matter what they fucking call it. That that's reality. That's what's going on in the world. But ultimately, hey, they're they're, it's their ball, their rules. You know, I if you don't like it, don't go on Facebook. Isn't that isn't that the core of a libertarian True. viewpoint?
1: Live and let live.
4: You know, hey, let the market decide for itself. You know, well, Facebook's decided they don't want that on there.
2: Here's the uh, the prime minister. Of what country are we talking about again? Norway? Uh,
1: often posting.
2: Yeah, Norwegian Prime Minister. Here's her quote. Was his name Prime and Minister? I think it, it's a female. Erna Solberg. Yeah, does Erna sound like a girl's name?
4: It, it, man, it, yeah, but it could go either way. <laughs> it could be a six foot two blonde chick. or
2: no, know, Yeah, definitely a female. Norway leader Lederin. Uh, she says Facebook gets it wrong when they censor such pictures. It limits the freedom of speech. It says yes to healthy, open, and free debate. Oh, I say yes. I say yes to healthy, and open, f- and free debate online and wherever else I go, uh, wherever else we go. But I say no to this form of censorship. So, so go somewhere else. Right? It's not to. If you go and take a picture of an aborted fetus and blow it up and put it on a, a a sign and walk through Walmart, they have every right to kick you out. That is not an open forum. It's a yeah, fucking I've, business. I've seen a guy a Walmart.
4: I've seen a guy in a sign truck driving around on six ninety six with just the picture you described.
2: Oh yeah. No, it happens, and they have to stay on public hey, you ch- property. Hey, you got a truck full of these? On public property, you have your freedom of speech.
1: Hey, can I get a case of those Is that you got in the back of the truck? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's selling chicken. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Follow <man>. that truck. <laughs> 25
2: pounds of dead babies. I don't know how he fits a, 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 sto- uh, a stove. I don't know. What do you cook
4: Chicken. A rotisserie, a rotisserie.
2: Yeah. I don't know if it's anything in that skinny truck. Deep
1: prior? It's like it's like the chicken shack one. They can come to your house. It's one of the automatic the chicken.
2: chicken trucks.
1: <laughs>
4: Great. Now I just now now I'm just mentally playing the scene from the uh, the book The Road.
1: Now I just want chicken shack.
4: You ever you guys ever seen that when or read that book The no. Road? Yeah, with Vigo Mortensen. It's like a no. Okay, it's a post. It's it's after something that happened. It's wiped out most of vegetation and almost all of uh livestock, and people are just scrounging just to survive. It's water and, world. No, nah, well, on land. So it's land world. It's <laughs> land world. Land world. <laughs> but it's it's vigo Mortensen and his son, that, and that they're just the trying pitch. to. It's sur-
2: water world, but on land.
4: <laughs> but on land, and they're like, oh, so Mad Max. <laughs> But, uh, no, so, you know, it's just Beagle Mortensen and his son trying to survive. That's the – Cormac McCarthy
2: wrote it. you know who he is? Right. Um, no, I remember a, hearing about this movie now.
4: There's a scene in the book where people have resorted to cannibalism and him and his son wander up on a, a, a camp the cannibals had left for some reason temporarily, and they see something roasting on a spit, and when they get up close to it, they realize it's a baby. Oh. So no, it's, now it's that's all I'm picturing in the back of those abortion placard vans. <laughs> no, just man. some dude, some dude with a rotisserie baby. Like how you like <laughs> it? Dark meat, white meat. You know, just Damn. Like some crazy shit. I think they, I think I don't <sighs> think they had that in the movie, but it was in the book. <laughs> dude,
1: we can't go out on <laughs> like the babies. Like,
2: yes, we can. We I think it's the perfect it way to be. go out. <laughs> <laughs> just let it happen naturally. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shit! Sounds like the beginning of a real sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> just relax and give in to
2: the unregimented podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just, just let it happen. Just, just let it our happen. new
1: tagline. <laughs> just relax and take it. <laughs> and
4: then we won't be able to. Then we won't be able to advertise on Facebook.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's Christopher
1: right. Media just relax and take it <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh god we gotta get the announcer guy to do that shit oh god <laughs> oh dude he almost cracked up doing the Sporgy
1: intro he's really gonna I crack want, up I reading that him, shit <laughs> that guy'll say anything I want I'll I pay that motherfucker <laughs> you don't own him Power has gone to your head, dude. Well, no, just, no. He's a, he's a private contractor voice, dude. Dang. Like as long as it ain't like.
2: Now we got to put a slavery trigger warning on this uh, podcast.
1: No, no, I'm just picturing Chris handing him Start some fucking. creating a
2: safe space. Now. I'm just saying, it's not
1: out outlandish. he don't give a shit. Handing him some copy and it says Hitler did nothing wrong. I can't read <laughs> that. i <up to> <laughs> He's like, oh, you're going to have to voice this one yourself.
2: <laughs> Who put the question mark on there?
1: Bush did 9-11.
4: I can kind of read that one. Okay, yeah, all right. Oh, Christ.
2: Hey, and it all comes back around. Happy 9-11 episode, everyone.
1: Happy <laughs> oh, <yeah>, 9-11, everybody. <laughs> Go buy a mattress. <laughs> And drink, drink some Coke. drink some Pepsi. <laughs> I'm gonna eat two hot
2: dogs on 9/11. <laughs> uh,
1: Do you think you know, 9/11 Mason's serves them upright on that day? You get the God. twin pack, the two oh, hot dogs.
2: Oh man, give it another <laughs> couple years. <laughs>
4: there will be like 9-11, like instead of Valentine's cards, there will be 9-11 cards of two buildings holding each other and they're saying, I'm falling for you and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hallmark will be cashing in like a motherfucker. Shit.
1: Oh, all right. We're, we must, we are riffing on 9-11. We must stop. <laughs>
2: Good night, folks. Thanks for hanging in with us yes. on this one. Downloading. Uh, we went deep. We drilled down deep tonight. I know. It's
1: uh, uh, it's a good show. Next week
2: we'll have uh, Jay. We'll have Jay back with be us, back.
1: Hopefully,
4: I I won't be here next week, so it'll be uh, yeah, the three amigos.
1: Oh, oh that's why right, you're doing uh-huh. the moving thing.
4: Yep, yep. So, but, unfortunately, I won't be able to join you.
1: I'd like to just thank everybody again. Like, it was surprising how active the feed for Unregimented was, even oh, really? after. People still remembered? Yeah, the downloads per month stayed the same. So either that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs>
2: Unregimented. Un- <laughs> un- Never forget. <laughs> there
1: you go. iTunes cuz for Media.net. We gotta stop we just, talking. We just it's lost a bunch of listeners. ITunes. <laughs> we lost yeah.
4: a bunch we lost a bunch of listeners in the flyover states, but we just gained a ton in the Middle East.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> know, right? <laughs> so hopefully still on iTunes, ChristopherMedia.net. These guys are hilarious.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I can't stop oh, okay. somebody in this podcast. Yeah, we have to we stop talking.
1: <laughs> we have to stop talking. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Later. Later. <laughs> <laughs>